Wow. Wow, I still got my monitor on you. Let me take that off for a second. No wonder I was so loud. I thought, ma'am, she really got that microphone up. I'm in my own ear. <clears throat> wow. Let's give the Lord one more hand clap. That is some worship, man. Awesome. Frequency. Everybody say frequency. It's, y'all don't understand how hard it is, pastor does, probably Howard, some different, if you're a preacher, you know how hard it is to make this transition. I mean, my God, I could just do that. Okay, I'm not doing it, I'm going to make the transition. Frequency. Frequency, we're preaching today, but the worship is so good. Wow. Okay, frequency, frequency, we're preaching now. We're preaching, we're shifting gears, it's okay, I'm all right. Frequency. It's been really good. Everybody get one of these handouts. Really cool. So I'm. I feel like I, I've, I was preparing for this message, and I felt like there was a lot of uh, stuff that I'm going to be talking about today. So I thought it would be good for you to be able to write some of this stuff down because you're not going to get it all during the message, and then take it home, read some of these scriptures, and just think about the message and think about some of the things that we're going to say today. Um, but really, if you can just walk away with one thing, you don't have to get it all. Right, if you can just walk away with one thing that can, that can help you move forward in your faith and your walk with God, then I believe the mission has been accomplished. So we're talking about frequency. We've been talking about it for several weeks. And, and uh, today I want to talk about competing frequencies. Competing frequencies. Y'all like my radio? Is this cool? So when you buy things on Amazon, they, they look bigger than they actually are. Right? And, and is this the most pathetic, uh, is, this, is this terrible? I mean, is this the smallest radio you've ever seen? I mean, it's a little bitty one. I meant for it to be kind of like, <coughs> but I just wanted to talk about these frequencies because this, this radio operates off of frequencies. And so if you can't see, do you have that picture of the radio, Rachel? We're going to put it up that, that way. You can, you, this is what we're actually looking at. So I got the radio and I was like, I can't see that if I'm like three feet away. So we're, can, can you all see that? Is that better? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so we're, we're talking about competing frequencies. And, and if you're ever uh, in your vehicle or you're ever, not many people listen to the radio anymore. It's kind of like a weird thing. I wanted to buy a radio. You wouldn't believe how hard it is to actually purchase an, a radio. It's like Google's like a radio what? You think it knows everything. It doesn't know. I'm like radio, like AM, FM, like, you know. No, so anyways, but I found one, and, and, and uh, we're talking about these competing frequencies. If I'm in my truck, uh, if I'm listening to the radio, I'm listening to K-Buck. Come on, somebody. Where my, where my K-Buck people at? All two of you, or three of you. Listen, this is, this is my daughter. When Camille's with us, she requests K-Buck, and, and uh, they, they love it. They love K-Buck, and I particularly like the polka hour, and, and uh, I'm actually not even joking right now. Put me some polka, man. I'm, I can't do it. But anyways, the, so I, I really enjoy it. But you know what I found out about this frequency is, uh, is, is the further I get away from the radio station, the more other frequencies trying to break in on me. You know what I'm talking about? Like the music I don't listen to. You know what I'm talking about? Always a Spanish station trying to break in on you. 
man, I, I can't even understand that. Rap stations, come on, man. They ain't doing that. How are they? They ain't trying to do that. Trying to, listen, K-Buck. But, but the further you are away from the source, the, the, the more that there is, we find out that there's not only one radio station on 104.9. We find out some other folks, they're, they're trying to break into that too. There's some competing frequencies. And so I wanted to read this story, John chapter 10. Uh, it's not a story. It's, just, it's Jesus is, is uh, speaking to his disciples and, and some people, and he, he's, he's giving this illustration about being the shepherd, the good shepherd. And John 10, 2 through 5, he says, the shepherd walks right up to the gate. And there's a whole lot in these uh, three verses, but we're just going to stay real basic with it. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he gets them all out, he leads them and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They won't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. It's just powerful, powerful scripture as far as frequency goes because I love this because number one we find out that yes we can hear the voice of God so so let me tell everybody I just can't hear God I just I just really struggle hearing God I just no 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 we know believers born again Christians know the voice of their good shepherd we recognize his voice now our issue may be there's some competing frequency that are trying to muddy up the voice. Our issue may be we're a little bit out of range and we can barely catch it. I was coming back from Austin when the Astros were were trying to get into the World Series and I was trying to listen to this game and man, I would catch like, like every other pitch and then, then, and then, you know, the rap station would break in and the Spanish station would break in and then the game and and I'm trying to catch all these different, but there's a lot of things. And, And, but, but listen, John 10 says that we know the voice of our good shepherd. You know the voice of the good shepherd. If you're born again, you have God's spirit on the inside of you, and you may not have a clue how to hear the voice of God, but he has placed something on the inside of you that is tuned into his frequency all the time. You know how to hear the voice of the good shepherd. The other thing about this is that that I draw from this passage is, is it says they won't follow a stranger's voice letting us know that God's voice isn't the only voice. There's a stranger's voice. There's a competing frequency. There's something else that is vying for our attention. There's something else to hear besides God's voice. Jesus paid the price to get us back on frequency with God. If you agree, say amen. But there are other voices competing for our attention. There are other voices competing for our attention. I want to show you that in Matthew 16, story about Peter. Starting in verse 15, it says, <clears throat> Jesus is asking them, who, who do you think I am? Who do you think I am? All the disciples are like, uh, like Elijah, like one of the prophets. They're like, they're having all these really good guesses. And like, and Peter's like, this is what Peter says. But what about you? He asked, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you Simon, of son of Jonah? For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. Boy, look at Peter go. 
That joker is on frequency with God. Jesus is like, Jesus is like, who do y'all say that I am? They're like, Mickey Mouse, Peter Pan, all this stuff. They're throwing all these answers out there. And, and, and Peter's like, no, no, Jesus, you're the son of the living God. And Jesus is like, Peter, nobody could have taught you that. You must have heard that straight from the Father. And Peter's like, mm, but I'm tuned into God. I'm on frequency. That channel's coming in clear. But don't forget, there's a competing voice. Literally, five minutes later, we pick up in verse 21. From that time, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hand of the elders and the chief priests and the teachers of the law and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. And Peter takes Jesus aside and began began to rebuke him. Five minutes has not even gone by. Five minutes has not even gone by. Peter takes him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. I love Peter so much. Because, and and you don't even have to raise your hand. How many of y'all, you can be like, you can be like caught up in the third heaven, hearing directly from God. I mean, you are like, I hear God's voice. And five minutes later, you are the devil himself. Come I can come out of my room from reading the Bible and manifest demons, ask my child, before breakfast starts. I can be speaking in tongues in my quiet place and like 30 seconds later, I won't even tell you what's coming out of my mouth. You wouldn't believe it anyways. He says, get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block for me, to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. This, Peter is a beautiful illustration of how, of how there are competing frequencies and they want our attention. And Peter is a beautiful illustration of how we can go literally from, from being tuned in to God to tuned in to the world's message, to tuned into our selves. So I don't want you to beat yourself up this morning. There are churches named after this guy. He's a saint. I mean, come on, this, this, is, this is good news for me because I know that it's something that God wants to show me and God wants to teach me through his life. Listen, the purpose of a competing frequency, if you have these things, there's some fill in the blanks and they should have given you pen. The purpose of a competing frequency is to draw you away from God. It is to take you away from the Father. It's to draw you away from God. Listen, in, 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 if you're like me, I'm like, well, Lord, Lord, here's my prayer, right? Lord, take away all these distractions. Am I the only one? Lord, remove all the other frequencies from my life to where my, my radio only has one channel. Am I the only one that prays this way? God, all the evil people that are taking my attention away from you. (laughs) You know what to do with them, Lord. (laughs) 
Deal with them, Father. All these other voices that aren't your voice, supernaturally, make them go away. Wouldn't it be easier to live if there was only, God, that stranger's voice. Deal with it, Lord. And the Holy Spirit is so kind, so good. He's like, no, no, no. You deal with it. Because I want to tell you something about this other voice. This other voice is, is so horrible, but it's so essential. So horrible, but it's so essential. Listen, if there wasn't another voice, there wouldn't be a choice. I'm going to say it again. If there wasn't another voice, there wouldn't be a choice. And there is nothing that God loves more than when his sons and his daughter choose him. See, I get frustrated reading the book of Genesis. I'm I'm in the garden and I'm like, why did you let the devil in the garden? It would have been so much better if there wouldn't have been another voice. But if there wouldn't have been another voice, there would not have been a choice. Rachel said this last night, preparing for a small group. I'll steal this from her. But, you know, your, your yes is not actually a yes if you're not given a choice. Say that. Say, say that. Do you know the quote? It's so much better than the way I just said it. If you can't say no, your yes means nothing. If you can't say no, your yes means nothing. Meaning in the garden, if Adam and Eve would not have had the choice to say no to the devil, their yes to God would have meant nothing. Y'all know what that's like. She gave an example. If you're going to her small group, you'll get this today. But, you know, Zoe, I love her. But when we say, hey, Zoe, can you clean your room? Can you clean your room? And she says, yes. It actually doesn't mean anything because when I said, can you clean your room? I wasn't actually asking. <laughs> and she knows that. And so she, she may bite her teeth, clench her fist, but she's going to go clean her room. And see, what, what I've discovered, young people, listen, listen a, lot, a lot of you young people in here, uh, you know, I'm glad you're in church, but, but honestly, if... if Gracie would have woke up this morning and said, I don't feel like going to church. I'd have said, well, come here. Let me tell you something. I don't care what you feel like. (laughs) But I know that there's a day coming when their yes will mean something so much more because I won't be there to make them do it. You understand what I'm saying? If there wasn't another voice, then there wouldn't be a choice. So I want to talk about competing frequencies, and I just want to break them into two different categories. We're going to roll through the first one kind of quick because I think they're the more common ones that people talk about. They're external competing frequencies. External competing frequencies are frequencies that have their origin in outside sources. How many of y'all know there's messages coming at us constantly, 190 billion miles an hour, all day, every day? There's something coming at us that is competing 
for, with God's voice in our lives. So you can come to church on Sunday and hear something that's true and believe that it's true and drive by a billboard on Monday morning and be like, oh, maybe we all did come from apes. You know what I mean? Y'all see the billboard? It's that ape and he gets bigger and bigger. And so, you know, listen, you, you, can, you can be scrolling your news feed, be completely confident in what you hear on Sunday morning and be scrolling your news feed and read an article that, that, that actually wrecks the whole foundation of everything that you thought you believed and now you're confused again and frustrated. Maybe I'm talking to the wrong people today. External competing fruits have their origin in an outside source and I've broken these up into three, uh, three different things and they all start with S's so it's really supernatural and spiritual. Three things. The first external competing frequency, this is this... It's, it's gunning for our attention, is society. And by society, I mean human beings. I wanted to put people, but it didn't start with an S. So I put society, but we're talking about people, right? Is that, is that really OCD? That's so OCD. I probably spent like an hour just coming up with the S's. But, <clears throat> but society, individuals, culture as a whole, these are outside sources that are, that are trying to get us off God's frequency. They're speaking something to us that is not our Father's voice. Outside society, people. Listen to me, these people might live in your house. These people might, might, might go to this church. These people might be on your job. These people might be somebody you don't even know on social media that can ruin your day. Don't even know who they are. Might not even be real. Maybe a robot. They're wrecking our day. There's these frequencies all the time that are trying to distract us. Different examples of those. Maybe it's through peer pressure. And adults always look at, look at you crazy when you talk about peer pressure, like this is a youth group topic. I have known more adults, myself included, because of my deep need for people to love me and approve of me, that, man, I can cave to peer pressure. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, what, are you, what are you doing Going to, to what? This is why I get so excited because it's just a small step in maturity when you find somebody who finally looks at the, the, the community or looks at, at, the, at the people in their family, their husband, their wife, and they say, you want <clears throat> I've heard the voice of God and I'm choosing to stay with him. I'm choosing to go to church on Sunday morning. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Why? Because there's a huge amount of peer pressure trying to talk us out of what we believe all the time. It's coming from our kids. It's coming from our spouses. I can't imagine the type of pressure that I put on my parents. My God, when they went to church on Sunday, I bet I was the biggest little jerk you could have ever imagined. Talk about we're going Where? Listen to me, don't let your children be the voice of God in your life. You know the voice of the good shepherd. That's some encouragement for somebody today. You know the voice of the good shepherd. The older my kids get, I'm I'm realizing more and more that I've got to totally, completely trust God with these little creatures. (laughs) Because they're making their own choices and I can't stop it. But I can do everything within my power to follow the voice of the Father. And they see the example that we set. Amen? Yeah, amen. 
society, peer pressure. Listen to me, maybe this came, maybe, maybe the outside frequency that came to you, came to you when you were five, came to you when you were eight years old. It told you that you were worthless. It told you that you were no good. It told you that you were ugly. It told you that because you were a woman, you couldn't do anything. It told you that you were, listen, I don't know what it told you. You do. You know exactly what it told you. These are frequencies that stain. They, they completely and totally affect our lives until we allow the frequency of the Father to overtake and overcome those frequencies. What about this? Offenses. I didn't want to spend, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. Offenses. My God, if there's something that can, that can, that can knock a Christian off frequency with God, it's when a, somebody else offends them and it causes them. Remember, the purpose of a frequency is draw you away from God. If something somebody else does to you or says about you or doesn't say about you or forgot to look at you or didn't remember to say or didn't comment on social media or they did comment on social, listen to me, if that's drawing you away from God, it is a competing frequency. Nobody has power over your decision to stay in tune with God, but you don't let offenses take you out. And if you struggle with offense, offense is huge. It's rampant everywhere, but especially in the house of God because the devil loves to use it to get people out of the house of God. Terry and Rennie are doing an awesome small group study called The Bait of Satan on what night? Tonight, Sunday evenings, get with them, get to that. Listen to me, if you're offended, if you struggle with offense, get there. It's one of the most powerful studies by John Bevere that you can do. Culture demanding that we be something that we really aren't. Y'all, social media is awesome, but it's also so destructive with the messages that we receive and believe and, and, and take. It's so destructive. Listen to me, it demands that we be something that we're not. It demands that we look like we really don't look. I'm serious. Sometimes, listen, if you're, if you're new here or if you come here for a long time and I greet you like I don't know you, it's just because I saw your Instagram page and I couldn't even recognize you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know what? It's true, though. true, though. Listen, you don't have to be something that you're not. You're everything that the Father created you to be. Not to be, you don't have to perform for the world. You're everything the Father created you to be. Society, situations, circumstances, these are outside frequencies, sometimes that we can control, sometimes we can't control them. Sometimes we cause them, sometimes we don't. But, but these situations, these circumstances, let me tell you something, good or bad, they can cause us to walk away from God. They can cause us to get out of range from His frequency. Some of you are going through things right now. And it's causing you to question your faith. It's causing you to question like, what's these, these situations, these circumstances in your marriage, financial situations. There's all these things, outside sources that are trying to get us out of step with God. And the last thing, society, situations, external forces, external competing frequencies. The last one is Satan. I don't like to give this one a whole lot of credit and a whole lot of, um, but it is true. There, 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 are, there are demonic influences that can sometimes come and absolutely oppress and depress and take us over and cause us to get off frequency with God. 1 Peter 5.8 says, be well balanced and vigilant 
and cautious at all times. For the enemy of yours, the devil roams around like a roaring lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. And that's not to scare us, that's to make us aware. Because I can also read in, I think it's 1 John 3, uh, 8 or something like that, it says that the reason Jesus came into the world was to overcome the devil. So, so, so yes, yes, the devil has that ability and that, but, but we have to absolutely succumb to it and allow it because we know as Christians that Jesus has overcome Satan. He is all bark and no bite. Listen to me. The only thing he can do is lie. That's all he can do. It's the only thing he can do. He can lie and he can pervert. Always, the, the devil is not a creator. He's a perverter. Amen. He's not an inventor. He's a perverter. He takes what God created and he twists it and he changes it and he uses it for evil in our lives. And so these are some, I, I don't want to spend a ton of time there, external competing frequencies. There's things and in, in I, in I put on your sheet, there's some blanks there. What are some, what are some, is there? Yes. What are some external frequencies that are competing for my attention. So we just blew through that real quick, but think about that. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. What are some frequencies that are trying to break in that are coming from the outside? Listen, probably on the front of everybody's list, spouse. <laughs> Isn't that good? Isn't it good that God custom tailored us to be with somebody who would cause us to need to depend on him? Isn't this wonderful? Marriage, this is marriage is God's idea. Custom tailored. Yeah, hold your wife's hand right now. Hold your spouse's hand. Custom tailored to help lead you straight to the heart of Jesus. (laughs) I'll move on. So we're breaking these up to external competing frequencies, internal competing frequencies. And these are the ones that, uh, these are the ones, these, these originate from within. Internal competing frequencies originate from within. Now, this is this is when it gets, this is like when it gets real. The voice within us that is not of God is always flesh. You know, I preached about flesh last week, and I just didn't want to preach about it again this week. But I think it's so necessary because can I tell you the real truth? When I used to hear people preach about flesh. I would just, it, it would be like, I'm changing stations. I don't want to hear about that. I, I don't, I don't, come on, dude, talk about something else. Talk about the blessing of God. I'll listen to that. Talk about the peace of God. Come on, t- come on, give, give me some finances or something, dude. We don't, we don't need to, fl- don't talk about flesh. Quick, quick, quick. And so, so <clears throat> then I had to stop and ask myself as God's given this message, what is it in me that doesn't want to share about flesh two weeks in a row? Well, it's my own flesh. <laughs> See, that's when it's crazy, y'all. You, 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 this, this, this is why you got to have the Spirit of God, because the preacher, he messed up too. you got to know God. We're all on this journey together. This is the voice within us that is not of God is always our flesh. It's self. But for the sake of this illustration, we're going to use... Uh, the presets on this radio. Everybody say presets to illustrate how flesh works. And so this, can you put the picture of that radio up real quick? 
just real fast. I want them to see the priest. See, see those priests, one, two, three, four, five. There's actually 10 presets, and it was really hard to find a radio like this, but it has 10 presets where, where I can custom uh, do a deal where I don't even have to like try to find the station. I just hit the button. And presets are, are, are one of the biggest lies. They're one of the biggest competing frequencies that we have. Presets, why? Because it's so easy. You don't have to think about what station you wanted to use. I just hit my preset. I know it's going to be one of my favorites. I, I just hit my preset real quick. Pastor preached about this. Uh, presets are flesh patterns. Everybody say flesh patterns. They're just a good illustration of how flesh patterns work. And he preached about flesh patterns a couple of months ago. It was really good. But these flesh patterns, and, and what they are is they're the way we used to handle. The way in the past that we handled, cope, and deal with things, pressures, situations, circumstances, in our own strength, apart from Christ. That's a flesh pattern. That's a flesh pattern. After years of living this way, these become our, these presets, they become our defaults, our thoughtless go-tos, the ruts, the patterns of dealing with things. And then when we meet Jesus, we're so glad that he delivers us from our old sinful lives. Is there anybody that's happy? But after the honeymoon is over, we discover that the ruts and defaults and patterns are still there. Oh, and that's where we get messed up. Y'all know, we, Rachel and I, this, this past week, we, we, just, uh, we just sold, uh, if y'all didn't know, we used to own a washeteria. We just sold the washeteria this past week, and we're real excited about that and different season in our lives. And, and, um, but can I tell you something? It has been the weirdest week. When I drive from my house, y'all understand, this, 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 this business, it was such a massive part of my everyday life and routine. This couple, when, when I drive to town, I used to drive past St. Mark's. I come from 77. And, and past St. Mark's, and I would go all the way into town. I didn't even have to think about it. And I would turn left and go to the laundromat, and it was just a part of my everyday routine. First day after we sold it, man, I'm, I'm, I'm like driving to the laundromat but it's not mine anymore. Another thing that, that came with owning a laundromat was, was phone calls. Lots of happy people that want to just call me and wish me well. <laughs> See how I was doing, check on me. And, and so it actually, I don't have my phone, it actually became when my phone would ring, my, my blood would actually turn cold. I'm, I'm, I'm like, and I would immediately, immediately my phone would ring and I would immediately be in a bad mood immediately be frustrated. And this week, this week, this new way of living, I'm learning to welcome the notifications and the buzzing in my pocket. This is a new way of life for me. Because for so long, for the past six years, I've lived this certain way like, sweet Jesus, my phone is ringing. I'm about to get a blessing. For every single day, and it's like, it's, now it's like, what do I do? It's like, what, what, what am I... I don't understand what my time is for now. And it's just this, there was this way of living that I had gotten used to. And see, these are, these are just like our flesh patterns. 
See, even though I don't own the washeteria anymore, I, I still have something in me. It, it has made such ruts and defaults and patterns in my life that it still affects me even though it's no longer a part of me. That's what flesh is. Our thoughtless go-tos. We, after this honeymoon is over, we find out that it's still there. Paul struggled with this. Paul said in Romans 7, 18, he said, For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. Listen to this. I can will what is right. I want to do it, but I cannot perform it. I have the intention and urge to do what's right, but I don't have the power to carry it out. Paul's in this struggle. I know what to do. Listen, I know I hear the voice of God. He's like Peter. He's like, okay, I hear the voice of God for one second, and I know that Jesus is the way. And then the next second, I'm like, I'm trying to be God and tell Jesus what's best for him. It's like, man, I don't want to be this way. I don't know about y'all, but I'm like, I don't want to be this way. I want to be consistent and whole and well. I don't want to be crazy. And so we, we have this, this thing in us, it's, it's flesh. It's all these ways that we're like, man, these are the ways that I took care of myself. Listen, you took care of yourself for so long before you met Christ. Dealing with your issues certain ways, in certain, all these different ways, the defaults, the way that you coped, the way that you handled, the way that you dealt and now you've met Jesus and you know there's a new way, but these things are still interrupting your life. There's still internal frequencies that are breaking in on the frequency of God. And it's to draw you away from God. Oh, wow. Thank you, Rebecca. Appreciate that. Hey, one person gets it. Here we go. Paul, Paul tells us what to do in Galatians. He tells us what to do with that flesh. He tells us, he said, what, what do I do about it? Man, what, what do I do about this stuff? I got it. What do I do about it? We all got it. Look at your neighbor and say, you got it. I got it. You got it. We got it. We're all, we all got these patterns, these, these things that are in our life. We all have presets and we all have different presets, right? And, 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 and Paul tells us what to do with it. He tells us that we're supposed to crucify our flesh. He gives us the answer. Like, how do I deal with this stuff? Dude, you put it on the cross again. You see, the old man, the old you, before you were born again, he was put on the cross. He died. Jesus dealt with the old man on the cross one time. Once you're born again, you don't have to wonder, am I born again? Am I saved? You're born again. The old man is dead. You're a brand new creation, right? But now there's flesh. Paul says, what do I do about flesh? He said, I got to take it to the cross every single day. So we visit the cross one time to deal with the old man. I got to go every day to deal with this stinking patterns that, are le- that he left in my life. I got to go to the cross every single day. I love what it says in Galatians 5, 24. It says, among those who belong to Christ, everything connected, and this is the Message Bible, and like NIV, it says we crucify the flesh, but I love the way Message Bible says it. Everything connected with getting our own way, and listen, and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, crucified. And and I want to just focus in on this mindlessly responding. Because because this, 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 this is what's so hard about it. 
You don't even have to think to act like a fool. This is a mindless response to situations and circumstances. You know, listen, you've done this so many times, you don't even have to think. It is a mindless response to what it is that you're going through. I don't even, listen, oh, I don't want to get, I'm almost done too anyways. But, oh, it's so hard. It's, it's a mindless response. It's a preset. It's like you, you just, you, you turn it on in the morning, you turn on your red, just bam, I don't even have to try. I just, I already know what station it's going to. A mindless response. That's flesh. It, it is, you, you don't have to try to get angry. You don't, you don't have to try to act like a fool. You don't have to try to yell. You don't have to try to be frustrated with your kids. You don't have to try to do any of that. It's just like, boom, I got that. I got an education in irritation. Come on. It's, 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 we got that. And so then I'm like, God, this, 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 this is where, this is where we got to learn. God, which preset are you? Which one are you? I need me a God preset on there. I need this to be easy every single day. I see be able to wake up and, 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 and just, mm. walking in the glory. I need a God preset. But can I tell you something? God is not a preset. God is a fresh choice every single day. Every single day. Listen to me, your flesh, your flesh, these patterns of your life, those are presets. But we get a chance to wake up every single day and, and grab the tuning knob of our lives. And can I tell you something? It's really not even every single day. It's like, it's like okay, I, I grab the tuning knob when I wake up and I tune into God. And then my wife walks in the room and I'm like, I tune back into God. Hold on. Why? And then the kids wake up and I'm like, I start hearing. Listen, listen. The kids wake up. You start hearing all this crazy. What, what? Why are the kids acting crazy, man? Why are they breaking in on my frequency? And I, I make a fresh choice I, in that moment. Oh, my God. Because God's not a free preset. He, he's not a pattern. Listen to me. He, he is a fresh choice every single day. Amen. And we all want him to be a preset. Listen to, me, listen to me. Our desire is that we do Christianity long enough to where it becomes automatic. That's evil. You think, you, think, you think maybe after a couple of years, I'm going to be better at this. No, in a couple of years, you're going to do the same thing you did on day one. You're going to turn the knob. And third, listen to me. Yes, we get more mature. Yes, our callings become more clarified and defined. Yes, we gain more knowledge. Yes, we gain more wisdom. But we never get to a place where we don't have to make a choice to tune in to the frequency of God and there will never be a day in your life where your presets will not be an option. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Now, listen to me. You're not a victim to your presets. Don't you go tell somebody that I told you that. This is not, and and I don't want to knock the system or if you've been through it, that's fine, but this is not AA, Okay? This is not AA. Listen to me. This isn't, this isn't, hi, my name is Colby, and I'm a jerk, and I'll always be a jerk. 
Hi, my name is Colby, and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, my name is, listen to me, this is, this is my burden to bear. This is my cross to carry. No, 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 no. The devil's a liar. The difference between, the difference between the world's message of this is your burden to bear, the message of Christianity is this is his burden to bear. I don't have to bear this anymore. I can choose him every single day. But I got confused as a young Christian because because I thought that I graduated from these things. I thought that I could outgrow my presets. I thought that after 20 years, the thing that affected me 20 years ago wouldn't be that big a deal anymore. But I'm telling you, I've almost been born again 20 years. And there are days that I wake up and I promise you, I could step across 20 years of sainthood not really, because I'm not saying 20 years of following Christ and step straight back into the mud, the blood and the beer that he pulled me out of. But I'm not a victim to those things. He's made me free in Christ Jesus, but I'm not so prideful and arrogant to believe that they're not there. Because listen to me, pride and arrogance and flesh, flesh loves to conquer. It loves to conquer. I used to pray prayers like this, Lord, Let me pass this test. Why? So that I don't have to deal with that anymore. But that would would insinuate that I have dealt with that and it's gone and I've conquered that and now I can move on with Christ. No, every single day from that insanity, that stupidity, that craziness, every single day, I've got to go, here we go, Jesus. I'm tuning in and I don't do a good job at this every day, guys. I'm like Peter. Five minutes Talk to me one five minutes, I'm good. Talk to me the next five minutes, I'm cussing Jesus out. It's a fresh choice. This is the journey, this is the privilege that we all get to be on. This is the gospel, man. This is good news. We all love to conquer, man. Let me conquer that. I'm going to conquer drugs. I'm going to conquer alcohol. I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to conquer that. I'm going to, I'm going to be, be over this and be over that. Never have to deal with this stuff anymore. It's just the kind of things I thought when I was a, a, a new believer. And then I would get confused and frustrated and discouraged and depressed when these issues kept coming up in my life. Because you know what I found out? The Bible doesn't ca- call me a conqueror. You are not a conqueror. I read Romans 8, 37, and it calls me more than a conqueror. There's something better than being a conqueror. It's called being a depender. Jesus. I don't rely on my ability to conquer anything. I depend on everything, every day, every moment that he has already conquered. That's what more than a conqueror means. Jesus, I'm out of time. Okay, I'm not supposed to say that. I'm not supposed to say it. Can, can I just, can I have five more minutes? Five, I asked, and I got it, now we're going. Like, everybody's been like, nope. That's such a preacher manipulation tactic. <laughs> That's really not godly. Okay. So, so, so we're, we're, we're not conquerors, we're dependers, we're, we're, we're this, this, this other frequency that's breaking in on us every single day, we make a fresh choice to tune into his frequency. Flesh doesn't win, we crucify it, we give it to God every single day. We allow him to deal with it. We make a fresh choice every day, every moment, every minute to follow him. We take, he's not a preset, he's a fresh choice. Y'all heard the 
story last week. I'd lost my wallet. And some of y'all have false information that you got from social media. It's fake news. Don't listen to that stuff. Fake news. But I, I lost my wallet and, you know, it doesn't happen often. You ever lose your wallet and your phone? There's nothing more irritating than lose your wallet, you lose your phone. And I had lost it for an entire week. And when I lost my wallet, I felt, because uh, see, really what it is, is now all of a sudden I'm not in control of something. Something I'm normally in control of, Howard, I'm not in control of it anymore. And now I'm, I'm frustrated. So when I lose something, there's these certain ways that I act. And, and when, I, when I realized my wallet was gone, I looked everywhere for it. I heard Rachel say something, looks up, but I, she was far. I didn't really hear what she said. But anyways, I looked for my wallet, and, and, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And, and I felt the ruts and the patterns. And this is, this is going to seem silly. Because, see, we all want to, to, to go, go conquer big things. No, no, no. In that moment, listen, you can... You can only let Jesus speak to you where you are and what you're dealing with, okay? I lost my wallet. He wants us to stay tuned into his frequency all the time. I felt familiar feelings, familiar patterns, familiar ways of dealing with areas that I feel out of control. And I felt them coming up. And, and normally what I would do is, first of all, I blame somebody else. Like Zoe put my wallet somewhere. Zoe, where's my wallet? I would be mean. Anybody, you don't have to answer that. Sometimes I'm, I'm mean and hateful. I would be frustrated with uh, Rachel and I would make sure everybody in the house knew that I wasn't having a good day. And then I would probably, golly, I, don't, I hate telling myself like this, I would probably milk this thing. I would use it to control and manipulate everybody in the house, have them walking on eggshells, have them bringing me Tapa Chico's and have them rubbing my feet. Hey, Dad, well, you know, are you okay? We need to make sure that, that oh, sh- sh- don't, don't frustrate Dad right now. Right? Maybe she wouldn't help me to do a few chores. I mean, she wouldn't ask me to do a few chores because, you know, he's having a... But I'm telling you, I was outside in a garage and I was like, Lord, you know exactly where my wallet is. And I really don't want to go back in the house and act like a fool. I really don't. And I'm telling y'all, for an entire week, I wasn't mean. Did I blame you one time, Zoe? I didn't blame Zoe. (laughs) And last Sunday, we get in the car. It's gone for a full week. We get in the car, and my phone flies out of my pocket. It was like it had a magnet on it. (laughs) Flies out of my pocket into the crease, those demonic little areas in your car, (laughs) into the crease. And I'm serious. You ask Rachel, I looked at her and I said, wouldn't it be funny if I reached down there to find my phone and my wallet was down there? And I reached down there to get my phone and I feel leather. And I was like, look at Jesus. (laughs) Look at God. God. And y'all don't understand here I am trying to fight battles and win victories that are like world-changing and earth-shattering, but I'm telling you, in that moment, I had just changed the world. God had just risen again. This was the biggest deal in the world. Why? Because it's where I was, 
and it's what I was dealing with. If you'll let Jesus talk to you and minister to you where you are and what you're dealing with and quit waiting for a real situation to come along to let your Christian colors shine and let them shine in your everyday ordinary life. Jesus, I lost my wallet and I'm about to act like a fool. Oh, there you are. I'm with you, God. I'm with you, God. This is how we learn. This is where your, your associate pastor is, been born again 20 years. He's just now learning how to deal with a lost wallet. So you're doing better than you think you are. I'm not even joking right now. Rachel, am I joking? This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dad, gummit. I just wanted to illustrate some presets, just, just real fast. See, because just give you some examples, because I haven't given you examples. I, I want to I I stir your spirit, and then we're going to leave, right? I want to stir your spirit. This is some common presets. When, when something happens, pressure, difficulty, when something happens, man, that's been real bad. So when something happens, you know, we, we have the, our presets that we go to, and they're, they're, they're mindless actions, and, and so... I don't know about you, but one of mine is anger. Any angry people? Anybody got angry flesh? Like, this is just like, you don't even have to try. You don't have to try. I was a Dairy Queen last night, man. They, they took them two minutes to bring my tea out. That was two minutes too long. I was mad. <laughs> Fitting act like a fool in Dairy Queen. Listen to me. Anger, anger. So, so something happens in your life. Whatever situation happens in your life, it's a preset. We just all of a sudden... We hit that preset. You see, we, we, we've got these presets, and I gave some examples on here. Oh, where's my? Listen to me. We get angry. What about this? Are you, I can go into victim mode. Something happens in my life. How do I deal? How, how, how do I cope with this? Listen to me. I'm going to blame everybody. It's somebody else's fault. I'm the victim here. This makes me feel better about myself. I can go into victim mode. Listen to me. Something happens to me. I just hit a preset. It's easy. Bam. <laughs> know the song y'all do y'all have any of these anybody ever had a day and you're like you know what I just need a drink because this is the way I deal this is the way I cope I can't actually handle the circumstances and situations that are in my life. And, and when the pressure is on, there is a pattern, there is a rut in me that I have to numb the pain. And can I tell you something? I, I just, I'm having a bad day and I go, you know what? I know it's only two in the afternoon, but I'm fixing to ditch work because I believe it with all my heart. It's five o'clock somewhere. Listen to me, I'm, and, and Pastor says it too. Where, listen, I'm, I'm not on your case about drinking a beer or whatever it is, but can I tell you something? Anything that you use 
to meet your needs, to cope and to deal with your life besides the Father is not okay. And everybody tells me, everybody tells me all the time, talk to people and, and, and they tell me all the time, man, I, don't, I just, I don't have to drink. I'm like, well, then don't. And they're like, no, I'm not on. You know, a lot of uh, issues, people cope. We cope, we, we cope with all these different ways. And you see the, ne- the next one on here. And I realize we've got some young people in here, but they have to learn a, a godly uh, version of what God created, sex, and a lot of us use that that self gratification. These are over. We overindulge in these areas to try to to numb, to try to 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 get to a place of being able to handle our own lives. And so, you know, if something's going wrong. I, let me tell you something. I could be a post oak in like five minutes, and there's somebody there that probably wants to hook up. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Things are going. Listen, if things are going bad. And you hear this? My mind's telling me no. <laughs> but my body, my body's telling me yes. Don't you listen to your body. Baby, it'll lie to you. I don't want to hurt time. nobody. But there is something that I must confess. with that you stop that there's something yes there is something wrong with that remember the devil's job is to take something that God created and to pervert it and the in the in the way you know how is because when you're done you feel worse than when you started These are flesh patterns. These are ways that we deal with our life. We handle our own life. And Jesus is like, dude, I have not called you to handle your own life. I want to handle it for you. Would you come fresh, make a decision to tune in to me? Mm. Jesus. Can I tell you one of my ones? Tell you one of my ones? When the pressure is on, sometimes I just want to, I leave the house, I'm frustrated, things ain't going right, me and Rachel aren't getting along, the kid's getting on my nerves, everything is going wrong. Let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you where Colby Hill goes, right here. Cheeseburger in paradise, on cannot call on the name of Jesus and eat myself to happiness in the moment. I am not, listen, listen to me. This, all Christians need to listen to this. We're mad because we can't bring kegs. We just bring cases of macaroni and cheese. We're judging all the Catholics. You quit that. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. And remember, remember what the enemy does. He takes something that seems, oh, see, there's, sometimes there's fine lines, but how do we know that it's flesh? How do we know that it's wrong? Because we're using it to meet, to take care of ourselves, to meet our own needs. And so I know a lot of folks, I know a lot of folks that will do this. I'm having a bad day. I'm having a rough time. Let me tell you something. 
Home sounds like the worst place that I could be. I don't want to go to church again because that preacher going to be talking about flesh. He's going to get up in my business. So you know what I'm going to do? Work, your job can become a flesh pattern in your life. I don't want to go home. I'm going to work. And then we wear it like a badge. Like I worked 80 hours this week. Like, yeah, but your wife don't even hardly remember what you look like. And your kids haven't heard from you in two months. Come on, somebody. This is ways that we comfort ourselves and we meet our own needs. Or when we feel these things rising up in us, we can make a fresh choice. Fresh choice in the moment. That's why Jesus said in John 15, abide in me and I abide in you. This is an ongoing, continual relationship together. We talked about having a personal relationship last week where every single day, every single moment, every single minute, you're going to make a choice to adjust the dial. Don't don't go to one of your presets. And can I tell you something, how, how rewarding it is in your life when you don't choose a preset, but you choose the Father? You're like, oh my, I'm telling y'all, I didn't freak out on my wallet. And I'm like, you got to be careful pride about to come in. I'm like, Jesus, I might, a a chariot may just come down right now and pick me up. I'll be like Enoch. I didn't act like a fool when my wallet was gone. Now I'm like Enoch. I was walked with God and I was not. I just get ascended to heaven. Now you got to be careful pride. But I'm so, I'm so excited when these, when these things happen in the moment, real life things not pretend church things, right? Real life things where I get to choose Jesus. Amen. 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 I'll end with this verse, Romans 8, 12. It says, so don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent. There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons today. There are things in places, things to do and places to go. And I have a prayer at the bottom. It says, Holy Spirit, show me my presets and teach me to overcome them. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you get something today? Amen. Is there anybody in here? I just want to give you an opportunity real fast to to make a fresh choice to, maybe you've never made this choice, to choose Jesus. If you died today, you don't know if you'd go to heaven. Now, if you've prayed this prayer before, I'm telling you, you are born again. You're a child of God. You don't have to wonder. But today, you've never done that before. If there's somebody in here who doesn't know Jesus as their Savior, I want to give you an opportunity. I don't want you to leave here today just hearing a, a message and some good music and go, oh, yeah, that was really good. I feel a little bit better. And then, no, 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 eternity is at stake here. 